BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful Overbooked. It's the weekend, but it's a special weekend. Jeremy, have you busted out your cheesecake yet? No, I don't like cheesecake. This is well established. Why why are we having cheesecake? It's Royal Rumble weekend, baby. We do cheesecake on Royal Rumble weekend. Do you not know this meme? No, absolutely not. It's less fun when I had to explain it, but basically a guy on Reddit like four or five years ago was just like, hey, uh, I'm making food for the Rumble. What should I make? I got a cheesecake in the oven. And then everyone was like, dude, the Rumble's next week. Okay. So cheesecake i don't like it i like blueberry cherry what about lemon meringue pie you like lemon? newsworthy top five stories on the board we talk about the ones that were good and the ones that maybe you didn't see jeremy how are you doing how was your week uh it was good i'm good i'm ready to royally rumble Let's go. By the way, if you're watching us uh, Saturday morning here on youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked, we will have a watch along for the Royal Rumble. So go check that out. We'll be live for the Rumble watch along. Uh, And if you're watching us after the fact and the Rumble's already passed, go turn on the Rumble watch along anyway, because I'm sure someone said some really stupid and funny stuff. Let's move on because we have stupid and funny stuff to talk about here today. Number five, Bray Wyatt discusses his mindset following his WWE release and fans leading him back. Bray Wyatt was on the Ryan Satin Out of Character podcast talking about his time away from WWE and stuff that he did, including filming a movie with Jason Baker. Uh, talk to me. Why, why are we talking about Bray Wyatt on Out of Character? Uh, I don't know how out of character this was for Bray Wyatt. Uh, so Satin had like tweeted like, if I were to interview Bray Wyatt in character on out of character, what questions would you ask? So it gave the impression that it was out of character or that it was in character, but then you listen to him talk and it sounded like it might be a little bit out of character. Some of the stuff, other stuff sounded like it might be like, uh, we're just adding to the storyline type thing. It was, it was an interesting interview because Bray doesn't do a lot of these. I, I was somebody as, as someone who covers the news and like looks and listens for all these podcasts and and interviews and stuff, when Bray got released in in July of now two years ago, like I was waiting for that podcast to drop. I was waiting for him to tell his side of the story. He even tweeted of like, wait till you hear my side type of thing. And it never came. I didn't know when it was going to come. He he did the Wyatt six. It seemed like that was going to be like a podcast thing. There were a lot of, clues and stuff that he might do a pot and it just never came and never came never came never came and then he came back to wwe and this is his first like real big 
interview in a very long time. So I don't know when Bray's in character, when Bray's out of character, because he does these so rarely, it's tough to know where the line is drawn. And I think that's the way he wants it. He wants to blur everything and it adds to the mystique and the lore of stuff, which I'm all for. But I found it just to be an interesting interview because you just don't hear from Bray Wyatt a lot. So I don't, I, I imagine a lot of this stuff is, is is true. The way he felt about himself, the way he like is mentally preparing for for his return, which is may have already happened, depending on when you listen to this. Uh, everything he went through during his release in losing uh, his friend, when he talks about losing Brody as well, and just the the fans like wanting him back, missing him, and all of this stuff. Like I believe all of this to be true. But then there are other aspects of it that I think are just like lore and, and character stuff. But it's a fascinating interview just because you don't hear from Bray Wyatt a lot. And the character himself, the man himself, is just a, a kind of a fascinating person. I really wanted to do Talk as Jericho, man. <laughs> but then they said, maybe don't do Talk as Jericho, man. No, this was, uh, yeah, like you said, this is a really interesting conversation mostly because Bray doesn't do a lot of them. And on top of that, when he did this one, it was uh, it was more in character than out of character, which I, I take it or leave it. I know some people are going to be, you know, just they don't. I don't I don't know how much was in character, though. I really don't because I, I don't again, I don't know where the line is with Bray Wyatt. I think some of it may have been, but there's some stuff that he. The, the stuff he was saying actually sounded like, oh yeah, this makes sense from a behind the scenes perspective. So, and obviously he's not going to give away everything of like, well, hey, who's Uncle Howdy? He's not just going to completely reveal all of this stuff. And the, the questions were, I imagine there were parameters to it and stuff of like, hey, when'd you find out about your release? Like they didn't really get into to any of that. But I do think for the most part, he was speaking as like genuine Bray Wyatt and I could be completely wrong this this whole person might be I just don't know because we don't hear from him very often it's very easy to tell where the character stops and starts for most of these people who you know do vlogs and do a million interviews and everything because Bray you only what you see is what you get on television and then he tweets every now and again like you just don't know where it all stops and starts for him you know what they should have done and it would have been perfect they should have had Uncle Howdy show up at the end of the interview. Then we would have known that everything that Bray said, regardless of whether or not it was true, just like completely throw it into a just throw it into disarray. I mean, maybe, yeah, that 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 certainly could have been something. I mean, maybe in the video version, which was not, not out by the time uh, I listened to it, maybe that actually does happen, and that's something you got to watch for the extra lore of a Bray Wyatt, the, the the Uncle Howdy attacking him, but it's only on the video, not the audio version. Oh man, they would have promoted the hell out of that. Well, again, okay, by the time people listen to this, it might be out. That comes out at eleven o'clock uh, today, Thursday. It's nine o'clock, so today's, there's today's still Friday. two hours. I think today's still Friday. Whatever. I don't know what days of the week are. It's uh, day. It's day. It's it ends in Y, so it's got to be dropping today. It's just it's a day. Every day is just a day. As Pete O D said, every day is a new day. That's right. 
Anyway, let's move on. I think we've sufficiently made ourselves crazy. Uh, speaking of crazy, Ethan Page says, everyone loved Elias and Ezekiel, but I killed the business as Karate Man. Uh, Ethan Page appearing on Swoggle's Going Postal uh, with Dylan Postal, who is also known as, uh, formerly known as Hornswoggle, now Swoggle. Uh, they're good friends, so clearly this is going to be a fun conversation, and it was. Talk to me, Ethan Page, Karate Man, killing the business, as the Young Bucks would say. It was it was a really fun interview. Uh, Ethan Page is a great interview just in general. Um, and, and Swaggle, yeah, they they have a good relationship. They're they're really good friends. So easy, free flow and conversation. Those are always the best. And you get like fun stories like this. There's some other really fun stories in there. Uh, as far as like this story, I just thought it was funny because Karate Man. I I thought it was like. It, it was during the pandemic, right? So you can only do so much. And Ethan Page decided to set up a green screen and do Bruce Lee, John Claude Van Damme, blood sport type shit. And it popped me. I guess some people didn't like it, but I thought it was funny. And it sounded like he had different ideas for it. Impact wanted to go one way, and that's what they ended up doing. And then Ethan Page was killed by Karate Man, or Karate Man was killed by Ethan. Whatever happened there happened. It wrote him off of Impact Television. He drops in there that... You know, he could have turned on Josh Alexander, but it sounded like he didn't want to do that because there was probably more money to be made down the line with that than give it away in front of no fans during the pandemic uh, in, in on impact. So I understand his, his point of view there. It's a, a good conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm really largely putting this over because I didn't realize Hornswoggle had a podcast and until I stumbled upon this interview with Ethan Page. And he seems like a good interview. And he's got the respect of a lot of people in the business. And he has fun with a lot of people. So it was good stuff. I, I don't think a lot of people understand. Are you saying, the, sorry, the respect, uh, Ethan Page has the respect a lot of people? Or Hornswoggle does? Or both? Hornswoggle. Okay, yeah, I'm just making sure. Because I was going to mention with Ethan Page, you know, he had his own promotion here uh, outside of Toronto in Hamilton called A1, where uh, yeah. a lot of lot of big stars would come around and uh, and do really well there. And because of that, you know, you you garner a very positive following if you're you know doing the bare minimum of promoting a show and paying your talent. So uh, I, I hear that. But also with Swaggle, you're right. He has the respect of a lot of his peers. I think he's been proven to work hard, and that's uh, that's a really positive thing to have when you're trying to do things like I don't know, uh, make appearances. God get a podcast going so yeah this is a good conversation especially talking about uh how ethan page kind of juggled being karate man getting double booking getting paid for his work uh that was really good stuff so go check this out this is a really a really interesting conversation between the two let's move on chris jericho says whenever swerve strickland is on tv the ratings go up first of all do we have proof of this second of all Chris Jericho's talking to my favorite Mark Marin, who still hasn't gotten back to me about doing a show here on Overbooked. Come on, Very Mark, sad. let's talk. Let's do Very it. Sad. We can do it. Let's go. WWTF can stand for wrestling the fans. Why? Why would you want to wrestle the fans? I don't know. Some fans are just absolutely awful. I mean, I guess, but I don't know if Mark Marin's the guy you want to like wrestle them. Maybe verbally, because he, you know, wrestling the fandom. Because he's starting to get into wrestling. Anyway, Mark Marin is a is a prolific podcaster of his own, uh, of his own right, and he has started interviewing wrestlers lately as part of a mini series from his experience at AEW. Talk to me about his experience with Jericho. Uh, it was a fun conversation. There, there was, a, I mean, Jericho is, is Jericho. He's always going to give you a little something in these stories and stuff. But because Mark Marin is not like 
a big fan. He, you know, this is the the whole point of this series is like Mark Maron gets into wrestling type of thing. His co-host is a big fan though. And is like trying to explain everything to him. So his co-host is there and kind of guiding things and leading things a little bit more, which is great. Uh, he Jericho mentions of like, you know, I meticulously look at the ratings. I look at it minute, the minute by minute stuff and everything. And then he, he mentioned Swerve as a guy who, yeah, the ratings go up whenever he's he's on television. And Swerve hasn't been on television for about three weeks now. So maybe that's why they're struggling to, to crack a million until this past week. Um, but this is this is a lesson in kind of uh, almost Twitter engagement a little bit uh new sip wow, wow, wow. uh so this is, a, this is a lesson in that in that like i could have headlined something like chris jericho i look at the minute by minute ratings like it's very important and probably just gotten a bunch of dorks quote tweeting of like ah jericho what an idiot like oh or jericho see the ratings matter and all of this stuff like a bunch of like ratings talk and stuff right that 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 definitely could have happened and i still got it out of this headline because I, you, you just put ratings in a headline people are going to you feel how they feel about ratings but i wanted to put swerve in there because i figured swerve would boost it up a little bit and he did he uh he retweeted it and everything and i wanted to kind of just put swerve over a little bit because i like swerve and it does seem like the ratings do go up the minute by rating minute by ratings do go up when swerve is on i'm gonna sort of trust chris jericho on this as someone who looks at these numbers and everything and he mentions tony khan is also a dork and looks at these numbers is very much a numbers guy uh, which is why it's weird that sort of hasn't been on tv maybe i don't know what they're doing but whatever the case may be uh but yeah th- this is a again a, a lesson in like hey if you can like put somebody over in a headline i know we all i know we all like the burial headlines and stuff and you know those get a lot of engagement as well but if you can sometimes put people over in headlines instead of just hey let's look on a headline for just to to dunk on that can work in your benefit too so don't be afraid to actually you know put it out there that talent is putting over talent uh in these interviews i want to make sure we got that out of the way because uh i missed the cue earlier good job Yes, no. This is good. It's a good conversation. Go go check out WTF. This is the this was the uh, the premium version. So this was the early edition. So it hasn't dropped yet officially, right? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah. I pay, I pay my $5 to, right. to get to the whatever i didn't know there was a i thought this is the only way i guess yeah there's a, a free version but i ain't waiting for that stuff i'm, I'm getting I'm get i need the early access to all of these things 
Yeah, without plugging them, the free version I think is in a month, and then you can do a paid version where a month. Can, yeah, they're they're waiting like a month from when they recorded all these interviews because it's oh, a mini. I definitely it's a mini series. Yeah, well, I definitely couldn't wait that long. The moment I saw that like this was a thing and he was dropping these and stuff, I I, I messaged the people I needed to message and I said, "Can I get this?" And they said yes. And I said, all right, that's all I need to know. I didn't realize if I didn't do it, I'd have to wait an entire month. That sounds absurd. Why? I'm trying to think, why didn't I get you in contact with Brandon, who is the, the co-host you mentioned, but he's also the producer of the show. I should have put you two in touch and just been like, hey, get him, get him this stuff. I don't know. Why didn't you, Joel Pearl? Why, yeah. What are you good for if you can't do these things for me? Sometimes you just got to ask me these things because I was when you asked me, you were like, are you subscribed to Full Mare? And I was just like, nope. And yeah. We okay. Kind of- well, I I asked you that, and you just said no, and that was it. I do, how am I supposed to know that you know this Brandon person, and you could have gotten me in contact? I don't know these things. The moment you said no, I don't subscribe. I'm thinking, all right, well, you don't know anything as usual, Joel. So what am I supposed to think? I know plenty. I'm just cheap. Um, starting to Fair. sound like my wife. Let's move on, please. Kylie Ray reflects on her WWE tryout and WWE main event bout. Continues to do extra work but is not signed. Uh, she was on the Going Broadway podcast with Kylie Ray. Uh, this is also something that Fightful Select had reported when we were going through some uh, free agency news. Kylie Ray showed up, had a tryout, appeared on main event, and is still taking independent bookings. So I guess this is, uh, well, you can put two and two together. Talk to me about Going, going Broadway and Kylie Ray. Uh, I really like the the guys at uh, Going Broadway. They they do a good job. They have a good relationship with Kylie. She's been on their, their show like, a lot um and and they they talk about it on the show and and it's nice because like they understand um you know there's news to be had here and stuff but they they're respectful to the guests especially if they know them well and it's a very it's just a good conversation overall but they ask good follow-up questions i I think they're just really good good interviewers and so everyone check out the work they did with kylie and past interviews and just their podcast in general as far as kylie ray goes yeah it it was it was cool just to hear like everything that went into the WWE tryout and stuff because there was the, there was the talk for the longest time that was true of like they're kind of moving away from independent wrestlers. Triple H comes back and then we start to see them going a little bit more towards independent wrestlers and stuff again. And Kylie has been a big name on the independent scene for a long time, and she's obviously had the the stays with AEW and Impact and everything. So uh, she she's well known and. She she's had her issues that she's very open and, and honest about, and she was open and honest about it on on this podcast as well. And it was interesting to hear her say, like, "Yeah, I'm still doing like extra work, but you know, when, when you're brought into like television and stuff, you're not always used." Like she she even said, "Like, hey, on like AEW, you know, typically if you go and you're like an extra on AEW, you're probably just getting like a match on Dark or something. Like, you're probably just going to end up." at some point being doing some type of work, doing some type of match, WWE you're just kind of like brought there and you might not do anything. You might just be chilling. And, but she's still there at these WWE shows. She's just not having matches or she's not in backstage segments or anything. So it sounds like she's close, close ish to signing. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if we did it. If we saw her in the rumble to tonight, I would not be surprised if there, there's a, there's a rumble appearance for her interesting okay well i guess we'll find out soon enough when the rumble airs uh saturday evening but uh, i do have to put over this podcast and especially the transcription there it it comes off as a very transparent and authentic conversation with kylie ray and uh going and going broadway 
they talk about sobriety, they talk about her mental health, they talk about like who she worked with. Like she had a couple of practice matches. She shouts out Thea Hale and Fallon Henley, who was Tasha Price on the Indies, and they worked together in Rise. Uh, and it's it's a really really interesting conversation. I do recommend checking it out. Uh, this is uh, this is really good stuff. I, I personally really like this article, and I really like this uh, this podcast. So. This is a this is another another lesson in uh, I guess we'll, we'll, you, you want to hit it hit it hit it Joel. <laughs> yeah, finger. Um, clip that. <laughs> uh, so like you can get and I, I've talked about this before, but I'll mention it here again. It's a long conversation with with Kylie. Uh, this is legitimately like overall like a two hour podcast. I feel like. Um, and there's certainly like sectors of this article that you could like break down. Like you could just do like talk about the main event match, talk about the tryout, talk about the name change. Like you could break this down and get like three articles out of this whole thing. Right. But like, sometimes it's important to like tell the overall story when it's something like this. And that's what I wanted to do with this article and and with this interview of like hey it is just her wwe experience in general and it's only like a week-long experience so let's put it all into one thing instead of chopping it up just to get multiple articles out of it because some i don't always feel that serves the audience best of like just getting multiple articles just for extra clicks and whatnot and extra link backs and everything now just like sometimes you just got to tell the entire story with it and this was all her WWE experience. And this was all the story that went into that. So I thought it was important to just put it all into, into one article. Yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. And, uh, and like I said, it worked. It's a good article, great conversation. So go check it out. And uh, again, the articles are all linked in the description of the video. And also, if you're on podcast, they're also in the links there and on Fightful.com. Just go find them. Easy to do. Uh, let's find our last article here. Visual concepts designers discuss implementing war games into WWE 2K23. Jeremy and I are uh, prolific video game players, I guess. Go to twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming to find out more. We found out about 2K23 a little bit this week, including the implementation of war games. Talk to me about this conversation on Wrestle Buddies with the visual concepts, concepts team. I can't speak today. <laughs> Uh, shout out to, to Wrestle Buddies. They they do a lot of gaming uh, podcasts. A lot of pe- prominent people in the the wrestling world, especially the gaming side. Adam Cole, Xavier Woods. They they've been on there uh, a bunch of times. And uh, and then they had the people from from Visual Concepts. Uh, but I, I wanted to sort of mention them because it seems like the podcast might be going away with the changes at Gamespot and stuff and that's that's very unfortunate it's always unfortunate when you know people just lose their job uh when it comes to this space and you know we've seen a lot of that for people who don't follow like sb nation and vox media like a lot of really talented people have gotten have laid off because of everything that that's happening over there and wrestle buddies is something that is uh taking a hit in 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 this landscape, in this, in this space right now as well. So that's very unfortunate and, and best of luck to, to those guys. Whatever happens next, this was actually recorded before like all of that came down. So they were like, we still want to release this podcast because it's recorded. It's out there. And then whatever happens sort of happens. As far as the interview goes, yes, this dropped the same day that like the 2K23 stuff dropped of seeing it's going to be on the cover, pre-order, all that, all that good stuff. And it was just interesting to hear how like 
you implement something like war games and the difficulties because i think sometimes i mean i i i I don't know how much people know like what how much just goes into like these video games and stuff it seems very simple of like hey why can't you just like put this in the game and there's a lot that just goes into that kind of stuff and there's a lot of trial and error and everything and they talk about like you know we started working on this as part of like 2k22 and it seemed like it just wasn't going to be ready for 2k22 and they didn't want to half-ass put it out there so they decided to you know wait until 2k23 and you know, they it mentioned of like hey, you can put weapons in the match you can bring the weapons in the ring you can go on top of the cage climb around do some stuff off the cage and everything so seems like a lot that goes into it war games is obviously a big time match in the the wwe universe and just the wrestling universe so it'll be cool that it's going to be playable in 2k23 and after the success of 2k22 which was a good game we played it a little bit on stream um i i'm i'm more excited for for 2k23 i think that this year's game will will be uh, really fun, really fun to play. So I look forward to it. And this was just a this is a fun conversation if you are interested in the like behind the scenes work that goes into like putting together a wrestling video game. By the way, there are a couple of episodes in our archives of us playing 2K23. Uh, ignore the part where we spend 20 plus minutes waiting for a simulated match to end in Hell in a Cell. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was a, that was a long one. That was a marathon. <laughs> That was also, uh, just to be fair, that was when the game had just been released and they hadn't really done much in terms of like bug fixes and things like that. This was a really weird bug that we stumbled upon. It didn't affect the game other than just a repeating motion of two wrestlers doing the same thing over and over again and not ending the match. But go check out those videos because they're actually very funny and you, me, and Mike Straw have a, uh, a really fun rapport as we're watching this madness unfold. I, I assume uh, I will be getting 2K23. I assume I will be playing that on on the Twitch as well once it comes out in March. So everyone, if, if you haven't, go go subscribe to our, our follow our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Uh, I know that people might watch our post shows and stuff on there, but I'm, I'm very proud that I've been good about like being consistent with going on there and playing games weekly, sometimes twice a week. Uh, and just you know, get getting the the gaming stuff going back on. I usually only play for like an hour, hour and a half. It's not super long or anything, but I I'm enjoying playing games that I've played in the past or playing games that I've never played before. When it comes to wrestling, and I, I'm looking to just kind of keep that up, keep moving forward with that. And you can either watch the videos on demand on Twitch for as long as they stay up, or you can, if you're subscribed to this channel, Fightful Overbooked, all the gaming streams will, will hit on this channel at some point. There we go. That's all you need to say. You want to wrap up your plugs right now while we're at it? Uh, don't follow me on Twitter. Follow Steven Jensen on Twitter at FightTalk underscore. Um, we, we have the spotlight Thursdays, 9.30 a.m. Eastern, although I think we're doing 8.30 a.m. Eastern the next two weeks because of scheduling and everything. But if everything works out, we have very fun guests, uh, very fun two guests this upcoming week. Uh, this past week, we interviewed Moe's from Killer Be Killed. Very, uh, he told some great stories of, like riding in the car with Nick Gage and things like that. Nick Gage goes to Sonic. Everyone wants to learn. Everyone wants to hear about Nick Gage going to Sonic. Uh, so, so go check out the, the spotlight. Check out Fightful Overbooked. And if you're watching this on Saturday when the straps, we have a Royal Rumble. Watch along uh, tonight during the Royal Rumble. I might show up. Probably not. I don't like anybody that much to want to hang out with you guys. Uh, and then we got a bunch of other stuff. Joel, Joel did a Royal Rumble preview. Uh, we have our Royal Rumble betting odds preview with myself 
and Jared Bailey. We have coexisting. Uh, we have a new show this coming week, Indeed, with Mike and Righteous Reg. Righteous Reg from Grap City, who everybody knows. They're going to cover the world of independent wrestling. They're going to do some interviews and stuff, too. So that's a new show that's coming up on the channel this week. We have a, a lot of fun stuff in store already happening uh, for 2023. And so, you know, give us some thumbs up and some subscriptions and some follows and all that fun, cool stuff. Come and hang out with us sometime, would you? Maybe on Saturday night at the Royal Rumble Watch Along. Uh, a little birdie told me that uh, a certain scoopster who was in San Antonio might also drop in. Uh, so there you go. Come and hang out with us. Denise Salcedo? Yes, I got Denise Salcedo. That's a big get. She doesn't even message me back. I know, right? <laughs> I'm at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. Enjoy the Royal Rumble and enjoy your week and we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.